What's up, everybody? Welcome to Log On Games Weekly, uh, our first episode. For most of you that are listening, this is probably the first time you've ever heard this. Um, however, I know we have a lot of listeners that have listened in the past years, um, but we have some different co-hosts now, and we have a uh, different jingle, different logos, and uh, we're going to be a lot more consistent this time around. So thank you for coming back if you've heard us before. Uh, if not, thank you for listening for the first time. Um, so what this podcast is, uh, is basically a weekly gaming news podcast. So everything that happens, either from the previous week uh, or the week coming up, or if there's an event coming up or something like that, this is kind of what we're, we will talk about. So uh, if you want to listen to us to get all your weekly gaming news, you can do that. Um, and if you want to follow us, on our social medias, we are at Logon Games pretty much everywhere across the board. So Twitter, Facebook, maybe Instagram if I can get it. Um, and then we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify. Anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, basically, this is going to be on. Um, so you can listen to us all over there, and you can rate us. Um, the more good ratings we get, the more eyeballs and ear holes uh, will, that will see us and listen to wow. us. I know, right? So if you want to give us a rating over on, on iTunes or Apple, Apple Podcast app, that helps us out a bunch. Um, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this, that will help us out greatly. Um, and then again, at Logon Games on Twitter and Facebook, this or every podcast will actually be uploaded normally on Fridays. This might be weird if you're listening to this now because it's the first episode, so it takes a while for it to go through the registration process. But um, normally... Every Friday, uh, by the time you wake up, this podcast will be available. Um, and it will also be available on Facebook, our Facebook page, um, with in video form, but you don't get to see us. It just has our thumbnail, and then you can listen to it on Facebook uh, if, that's what you, if that's what you want to roll with. But um, So we're just going to get into it. Um, we have a bunch of different co-hosts than we have in the past, um, but if you're new, that doesn't matter. Uh, today... I have uh, Shibby, who is at Shibby120 on YouTube and Instagram. And he's... he's What's up? Yeah, he's going to be mainly our Nintendo guy. So, you are Mr. Nintendo now, Shibby. You're the new Mr. Nintendo. I'll take that title. Reggie left. Shibby steps in. That's kind of how we go. I like it. (laughs) I'll take it. And then also we have at user 8... Or at X... User 8X on pretty much all of his socials is mm-hmm. my brother from the same mother, that's Matthew. True. Or you can call him Matt. I call him Matthew because that's what I do. There you go. Or everybody on the video games just calls me user. So pick one. That's true. Um, you've, had, uh, you've had user 8 for a long time. It's always weird when we play games mm-hmm. together when, with people we don't know. And people say user, or they say Andre, or whatever. I still it is interesting. It's a little strange, but yeah. Um, and then, yesterday, yesterday, somebody's in a parking lot. I think yelled Shelby to somebody, and I thought <laughs> I heard Shibby, and I looked over, and someone like going Shibby, and uh, yeah, I should have known better. I looked over, and it's looking right over my shoulder. I'm like, okay, 
Yeah. One day. That's funny. <laughs> my, you should just turn around. Dare my to name's dream. not Shelby for the last time. <laughs> Dare right, to dream. Um, so, yeah, we have some other co-hosts. Uh, just have some Xbox people. Um, but really, all of us that are going to be a part of this podcast, whether even if we're strong on Nintendo or Xbox or PlayStation or whatever, we all pretty much have an overall gaming understanding of everything, which is... Uh, what I like about the group of people we have. Um, we have right now two more who are available that are mainly Xbox people. I'm going to try and get them on the next episode. Uh, so these next, the first couple few episodes, I'll try and get all the different co-hosts on at least one time. So you can kind of be introduced to everybody, but uh, we're going to go on. There's really only one weekly news thing. Uh, we're going to, we have a whole bunch of, gaming like basically the gaming landscape for 2020 because it's kind of crazy and this is going to be an insane year in gaming uh so we're going to mainly talk about that we are we're blowing the roof off um but yeah we're going to talk about basically all of gaming 2020 a little later usually there's more gaming news but it's been the end of the year uh and then it's been the beginning of the year and people have been concentrating on that and not showing their cards gaming wise just yet but there was one speculative speculatory leak that came out um over this last week which was playstation 5 and xbox series x specs leaking uh initially which this was none of this is confirmed by xbox or playstation do we get to talk about terrier flops we get to talk about the flops and all the stuff that I really don't understand what it does, other than it makes it powerful. But um, yeah, but yeah. So this was originally published by Eurogamer um, and Digital Foundry, but they are usually somewhat on top of the ball. So this can be kind of taken a little bit like this. This could be, and we'll talk about this. Kind of bleeds into the topic of the week, but. Um, so take it with lots of grains of salt, exactly. Instead of of just one grain of salt, and then maybe you know you don't like salt and you just want to believe it, which you can go for it. But so basically, exactly. So basically, this said that the the report said the PS5 will feature 9.2 teraflop GPU. So in comparison, um, the Series X was more. I'm trying to find. I'm reading the little. uh, I'm reading. I'm on IGN reading about what Eurogamer published. So that's a little weird, but um, I think I think it's 12 teraflops yeah. for the Xbox. It is. Yeah, as well projected. Yeah, projected. Yeah. So my theory on this, which I'll get more into maybe uh, at the topic of the week, is Xbox Series X. I think there'll be more than one series. I think it's weird that they would call it Series X, and that just be it. I think they'll have like Xbox series S or whatever it is, or like a normal version. So I'm thinking maybe series X is like their high quality, like pro version. So it's going to be, that's going to be the 12 teraflops kind of thing. And then they might have a more affordable base version that might be less than that. So that's what I don't, I don't know how this is going to shape up. Um, and then maybe like a, maybe a Nintendo crossover like the Series N, 
<laughs> Xbox Series Nintendo. Sure. Hey, but, they said they Microsoft said that this year they want to do more uh, collaborations with uh, Nintendo or more cooperation. Did. So hey, we want that Master, be... we want Master Chief and Smash already. That's what we want. Yes, <laughs> it can happen. It sure can. Yeah, and then we have uh, some stuff that I don't know. Matthew may know some of this stuff. Uh, PS Five reportedly featured GDD R six memory, which is identical to AMD's RX 5700 series uh, if you want to compare it to the world of PC gaming, which I don't know what any of that means, but it sounds good to me. Um, but yeah, so basically these stats just came out saying how powerful the, the new consoles reportedly will be. Um, and we'll go ahead and go into topic of the week here, uh, which is just going to be what gaming is going to kind of look like in 2020 or what we think it might look like or has the potential to look like. And then some of these games that have already been confirmed, uh, especially for the first half of 2020 here. Um, but we, we can kind of start with what we were talking about here with PlayStation and Xbox. So I'm going to give you my theory and then y'all can tell me, uh, if, if it's bull jive. Uh, so last generation, Xbox came out and screwed everything up at their E3 for Xbox One. And then on top of that, their prices were, it was what, $499? $500? And then PlayStation mm-hmm. came out and theirs was 399 and it was more powerful, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so my guess is that if this report is has any truth to it, um, that the PS5 is going to be 399 again. Uh, especially because... I just don't think if it, if the Xbox Series X with its 12 teraflops and all this crazy amounts of power in it has to be at least a $500 machine, if not $600. The the Xbox X when it came out was $500. So I figured that might be 500 as well, which means PlayStation might try and shave off uh $100 to try and to try and win. A little bit more at the beginning of that. How do you guys feel about those prices? Or even just shave off fifty dollars. Yeah, fifty bucks. The price, I I would be shocked. In a good way, if either one of these, if the PlayStation Five or the Xbox Series X was three ninety nine, I'm, if I had to just bet money on it, I would think five hundred for sure. Um, for both of them, but if Xbox is having more, if Xbox is launching more than one e- Xbox, then they may have, you know, a five hundred and a four hundred dollar one, or a five hundred dollar and a six hundred dollar one. So I don't know exactly how that's going to shake out. Um, how much is how much is too much money? Do you think to charge six hundred? If if it come out and it's five ninety nine. Like if Xbox yeah, Series X, yeah, if Xbox Series X is five ninety nine, and they don't have another option available, like they don't have a base model or whatever, then mm-hmm. that's going to be bad news bears. Um, I think not yeah. that that's not uh, like the right price for it, but consumers sure. aren't going to pay me, for it. So. Yeah, sure. To me, five hundred is questionable though. Like it's borderline. You're gonna, you will price some people out at 500 that would pay four to 400, but not, not a ton. 
don't know. Yeah. Here's my thing. I like I like the uh, the idea you have having multiple tiers, and I like I like the idea of being able to pay more and get a more powerful machine. I'm a big uh, performance guy, and my my still my nitpick with Xbox One. And even just like these these guns these consoles right now is that I don't think games should be coming out in thirty frames per second. So I, I know that consoles are trying to get the you know the right price. And I've, I've always been mm-hmm. like, dude, let me pay more and get better performance. So I think it'd be really cool. Like I'm one of those people like, dude, yeah, I'll pay six, I don't know, maybe seven if, if it's crazy enough and it gets me out of buying a PC. Like yeah, sure, yeah. For for console people. Uh, like, wait, I'm in the same boat as you. Like, I just don't want to deal with PC stuff. Not that that's bad or in, in any way, but I just want to be able to plug it in and just play the games uh, without having mm-hmm. to worry about memory cards and all that kind of. It just right, and, and without having crap performance. Well, yeah. the thing is, systems making money on systems is good, but you're going to make your money on the games and. Even if you take an like that's what PlayStation did at the beginning of the, the this last generation, um, they took a bit of a, a hit on they lost a little bit of money per console, but you make so much money uh, per game, especially when your games are good, like Sony's first party games are. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's better to Facts. just just go four four fifty something like that, even if it's costing you five five fifty to make, and you're nobody that buys a PS5 is going to buy one game and that's all the money you're getting from them. Like yeah. the amount of money I've, I've spent on games on the PS4 has been kind of, <laughs> they've made money off of me. Trust me. And so, exactly. And that, see, yeah. we only know of, we only know of one PS5 game officially right now, which was the game they announced at, uh, the game awards, which is called Godfall, which from the people that make Borderlands, and they say it's a looter shooter, but it's like it's a brand new IP. So whether that looks not, cool. Yeah, it looks cool, mm-hmm. but whether or not that's going to sell consoles at launch, I don't know. Whereas Xbox, no. they've said Halo Infinite is a launch game. Now, mm-hmm. are they going to pull an Xbox and be like, "We all know you love Halo, so this console is six or seven hundred dollars," um, or are they going to be like, uh, "We've learned from the past, this console is five hundred, or we have a base model that's four fifty or whatever." Um, that can still play all the games and stuff like that. So I wonder if they launch with two consoles. I wonder if they've got one more trick up their sleeve. I think to I, to make to make sure that doesn't happen again. It's like, hey, we we learned from the past. Here's here's a better price point. But for people that like more power, here you go. Exactly. I, don't I, know. I really think the the power. If if there's anything Nintendo's proven, is that games are what sells and. If the games are good, people are going to buy it, even if it's less teraflops than the other system. And that's where PlayStation's killed Xbox in this generation, is their first-party games are just way better. So Yeah. Hey, by the way, you know how many many teraflops the Switch has? Just comparison between those. I don't even have a clue. (laughs) One. Half of them say, like, half a flop. (laughs) <laughs> yeah hey, it's it's it, it literally does have one teraflop at least it's got one but uh yeah exactly. yeah it's pretty amazing what it can do for one with one teraflop yeah. oh for sure yeah. the, the games the game sell and um switch is is what like five million units behind xbox one in general i think xbox one sold somewhere like 46 million and its lifetime and switch is at like 41 million so mm-hmm. Oh, PlayStation. Yeah, and as long as Xbox has been out, um, 
So I really hope they have learned from their mistakes in the past. Um, and I think Phil Spencer, since he's taken over, he's kind of fixed a lot of that stuff internally. Um, and then especially buying up all those studios to try and get better first-party games and canceling the ones that were obviously going to be garbage. Um, they pretty He pretty much accepted the fact that we've lost this round, so let's try and amp up for the next one. I just hope they don't overprice. And I'm with you, Shibby. I think Series X is going to be one of them, either more than likely the pro version, and then they'll have a base version that's going to be cheaper. That would be my guess. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if PlayStation... Would, I don't think PlayStation will do that. I think they're going to have one PS5 when it comes out, which yeah. is smart, I especially so, since there's an Xbox X. Now there's an Xbox Series X, and then there's an Xbox God. S. So when <sighs> these come out in the holiday season... Where is the 720? <laughs> when these come out in the holiday we were, season... We were waiting for the 720. We've been waiting. <laughs> exactly. It was there to be had. It was there to be had, and it made a lot more sense, too. Because if I could just go in and be like, can I get the Xbox 720? Everyone knows what I'm talking about. To whereas when a mom goes into Walmart and asks the Walmart employee if she can get the Xbox X, is she going to get a Series X? Is she going to get an Xbox One X? No one knows. So uh, I think that that name, that it, it, oh my gosh, if you haven't learned from what happened with the Wii U, you know, yeah. the Wii U confused people because the name. So you're going to call this the Series X? Yeah, I, you know. Yeah. it's uh, Now, if there's, like I said, they can make it, they can fix it. Or maybe they like they know their plan. If they have an Xbox Series X and then maybe the base model is just called Xbox. And they're just like, listen, from here on out, uh, it's Xbox. And then we have the Series X or whatever. Um, and then they drop the prices significantly to their other consoles so it's not as confusing when someone comes in there and wants to buy one uh that doesn't know much about it or is buying one for their kids or whatever even even me as a gamer even me as a gamer whenever i saw the day when you know the day when they had uh announced it and i and i saw my youtube blowing up series x series x i didn't click on any of the videos because i thought that it was a literally a new uh xbox one x like a cheaper version you know as you know because they're getting rid of all the other models and they're making one last cheap version. I don't, I don't know. And then like two days later, I was like, oh, wait, this is a new console. So, yeah. and part of me wonders if maybe they're doing it on purpose. Maybe there's, maybe in some way they want to want it to be a replacement for the Xbox One X. I, I don't know. Yeah, so. Mm. Interesting. So, they have um, Halo Infinite and then they announced Hellblade 2. Uh, at the Game Awards as as it was shown as it was in-engine on Xbox Series X. So it, I think a lot of this also determines, like if Halo and all the other first-party Xbox games are going to be backwards compatible, not only for Series X and the new consoles, exactly. but if Xbox One is going to be able to play Halo Infinite on just, it's just going to be like a dumbed-down version or whatever. Um because then, I don't know, I the marketing and how they need to come across and announce all this is very important, especially for Xbox. Uh, losing so hard to PlayStation and, and Nintendo's in there now, uh, it's very important for them to get the messaging correct on how they're going to explain everything to everybody. 
So I True. guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Um, and I assume they'll probably do their own event before E3, um, announcing everything, and then probably announce more at E3. But uh, same with PlayStation. But uh, but yeah, it's just interesting these leaks coming out about the power because you kind of get a an idea of what maybe the pricing will be and, and maybe what is PlayStation going to try and, and beat them in the price again and all that kind of stuff. But uh, uh, we can go in and start talking about the things that are for sure, the things that have been announced and that are coming out. Basically, the first quarter of 2020 is insane when it comes to some of the games that are coming out. So I'm just going to kind of blow through some of these. Um, we'll start with kind of the third-party games that are coming to all the consoles, or at least two of them. So Doom Eternal comes out March 20, and that one is coming out on the Switch, day and day, uh, which is a pretty big game uh, for the Switch to get day one, um, which is which is pretty cool. Uh, and now I think I think didn't they I think they uh, updated that and it's not coming out day and date anymore. Am I wrong? Oh, I have no idea. I just put March twentieth uh, as a release date. But I, I will. I can Google that right now. Doom. Doom Eternal. I hope it is. Yeah. Um, I think. In, well, I know. Initially, they said it was. They may have. Keeping in mind, March March twentieth is Animal Crossing, so they may they may be not wanting to do that on the same day. Um. It says. I, I think they were going to be day and date. They were going to be day and date in November, and then they made it. They made an announcement. We didn't hear anything about it, and November was coming up or October, whatever it was. And they made an announcement and said, hey, it's actually coming out in March, and the Switch version is coming out TBA. Gotcha. TBD. TBA uh, or TBD. Either one. <laughs> to be announced, to be determined. But the thing I hope is, I'm wrong. No, I think, I think you're correct. And that's for Switch. No one, I mean, honestly, if someone really loves Doom and they have a PlayStation or an Xbox, say if they have all three consoles or they have a, or they have a Switch and then one of the other two, more than likely, they're going to get it on the one that's not Switch. But for people that only have a Switch, it really doesn't matter Like mm-hmm. when the Doom Eternal comes out. Whenever it comes out, they're going to buy it. So Facts. Um, and uh, and I, have a, I have an idea as to why that's tap, that, another idea, uh, but I can bring it up later. But it's uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, some other, some other third-party ones that are coming out quarter one. Uh, Resident Evil 3 Remake. Uh, it's coming out April 3rd, uh, Cyberpunk, April 16th, Marvel's Avengers, May 15th, Dying Light 2, sometime in quarter one or quarter two, um, it's going to come out. Uh, if they haven't announced it now, my guess is it, it might not be till a little bit later. And then Dragon Age 4 is still rumored for sometime in 2020. Um, and so those are just third party games. Now, if you go to first party, specifically PlayStation, you have Final Fantasy Remake coming out March 3rd, which is exclusive for, I believe, a year before it hits Xbox. Um, Neo 2, which a lot of people love the first one, um, March 13th. MLB The Show, March 17th. Persona 5 Royal, March 31st. Last of Us Part 2, May 29th. Like, spring is, is ridiculous. And then even Xbox has Bleeding Edge March 24th, which is like, they're 
kind of trying to make that to me what it looks like is like their version of like Overwatch. So whether or not it's going to be good or not is a different question, but that's at least a first party Xbox game coming out in March. And then for all the JRPG fans out there, Fantasy on Star Online 2 is finally making its way to the United States of America. Uh, wow. In spring, only on Xbox, which is... It's really a small sad. audience, but for the audience that they have, it's huge because they've been waiting years. It's like it's almost like the Shinmu yeah. 3 audience, which is like... I've been, been waiting, waiting for it for years. Years and years, and it's finally happening, so it's kind of a big deal for those people. Uh, and then... And then you have Nintendo, and you have Animal Crossing coming out on March 20th, which that one game in and of itself, when the Switch was announced, everybody's like, okay, well, where's Animal Crossing? And so yep. and so now that it's coming out in spring, it's, it's, spring is in just insane. For, yeah, for I, I still, I'm tired of playing Stardew Valley. <laughs> I still contend. I need, the, I need the real thing. I know, right? I still contend that the original Animal Crossing on GameCube is the best one, and this one makes the most sense as far as being a sequel to that one because of this is the first one that's been on a console console, you know? Dude, yeah. what if they just called this one like Animal Crossing 2? How <laughs> brutal would that be? I, you know what? Animal I'd take Crossing it. Series X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked for Animal Crossing. Uh, but it's crazy that that's March 20th. I'm just trying to look at some of these other games. So Doom Eternal is also on March 20th, but that's not on Switch. Um, so that's kind of like the first huge one. No, I guess Final Fantasy Remakes March 3rd. Um, but it's kind of like the first huge game hey, speaking- that's going to come out this year. Speaking of the first Animal Crossing, did you all know? So I, what I found out is you can play the entire game without the disc on GameCube as long as you get past, as long as you get logged in and you load up your save file. I did not know this. I found this out because I actually don't know how I found it out. Well, I was renting the game and I rented it a couple times back when game rentals were a bigger thing. And I don't know how I did it. I just, I just took the disc out and I realized like, wow. So I returned the game after my you know a few days of a rental and i played it for 30 days straight as long as you leave the, the <laughs> console on, on yeah well, yeah uh, plugged in the fan going and you just don't uh, i forgot what the stipulation was it's very minimal stipulations it's like you can't i think it's you just, just can't go back to the title screen you just can't exit to the title screen because once you do that it says error but you can do the whole thing all the holidays all of the you gotta deal with mr Rossetti. Yeah, Mr. Rossetti, that guy. Oh, that guy. <laughs> that yeah. was evil. So, oh, yeah. so tell me this besides in in 2020 as a whole, Shibby, what other games do you think that haven't been announced or don't have a confirmed release date of this year? Um, because they haven't, like Animal Crossing is pretty much it that they've announced as far as first party stuff goes. Um for 2020 like at all there's other games that they've announced they just hadn't put a date on it so do you think any of these games are going to get dates or do you or what do you think we'll see in 2020 game wise from nintendo um i mean my big one obviously just going straight to it i think that i think we see a breath of the wild too 
um, this year. And I I know there's a chance it won't. I know there's a chance it won't. Um, But I'm being hopeful. Uh, I I really think I think they have to, man. I mean, it's the same engine uh, as the last one. It's something they could make really quick. It's been three years. And, and, you know, like you said, Xbox One X or Series X, Mm -hmm. um, PlayStation 5, all that jazz. Like they got to do something if they don't do a Switch Pro they got to do uh, Breath of the Wild too. Um, yeah, I, I think it's possible that we see it. We see it at E3. We see a hands-on demo. So that's why I'm going to E3 because I think I think we're gonna see that. We're gonna see something cool from Bethesda. So I think it'll be a big E3. Uh, and then I think they they knock it out of the park. Um, For sure. Yeah. That, uh, was it? Um, when did they show Breath of the Wild two trailer? That wasn't the Game Awards, was it? It was at E3, actually, oh, yeah. uh, 2019, so it was That's right. past E3. Yeah, so it does help. Like you said, it's in the same engine, um, so they don't have as much work to do. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if that came out in 2020 this year, um, which would be exciting for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my big That's my big thing. You know, that's the big one that everyone talks about that I, I really think it will. Do we think we get either – a Metroid Prime 4 or Metroid Prime Trilogy remaster this year. Hmm. Because last year I, and the year before that, everybody's like, Metroid Prime, they already announced Metroid Prime 4. <laughs> We're getting the trilogy remastered and then like just nothing. So I don't know if it's just people trying to speak it into existence. Or, or I think if Nintendo's smart, I think they do, I think they do a trilogy this summer. I could see that yeah. being a summer thing, their big summer hit uh, before Breath of the Wild. And, you know, maybe they maybe they pop that up at E3 or something. I don't know. Um, or maybe they do that. They, they announce that soon, and then next year I think we get a a prime a prime four. I think that'd be a smart way for them to do it. Yeah, I agree. Is that what you is that what you guys would think? Could see them doing just because I, I know well, last year they said they kind of revamped that. everything or something. Yeah, they were like, so. the guys that were making. Metroid Prime 4, they're not making it anymore, which basically means they canceled that and then moved it to the people that actually made Metroid Prime to begin with. So they're kind of having to start over from scratch. Yeah. So it's going to take even more time. I, so, I don't want it to come out this year. Yeah, good. So yeah, Work on it. Stew on it. <laughs> so I, w- I would hope... I'm, I'm hoping for a Metroid Prime uh, remastered. They all... Nintendo knows that we want it. They've known that we've wanted it for almost two years. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, I think that that's definitely a thing. And then we're gonna get more Smash characters for sure. None that have been uh, announced yet. We haven't had the next wave of uh, what what do they call it? The like season pass. Speaking of Mr. Rossetti, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mr. Rossetti shows up, people are gonna freak out. <laughs> Dude, hilarious. Mr. Rossetti is why I am who I am today. Like I blame him for everything. Oh, it's great, man. Um, but yeah, and then you said about Switch Pro. Uh, I think I I don't know any of the conversations. I have no. I'm a hundred percent just speculating. But with new PlayStation and Xbox consoles, it's going to be real difficult to keep as much third party support as they've had so far. Um, without making some version of a Switch Pro, because when yeah, either way, Nintendo is screwed. Yeah, like, like for example, they gotta, 
they gotta know what they're doing. Yeah, for example, Hellblade. Have some. Hellblade Two was announced by Xbox. It's an Xbox exclusive now. Hellblade One is on the Switch and it runs just fine. It looks a little bit worse, but it runs just fine. Um, Hellblade right, Two. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, if Hellblade Two, if it's being made specifically for Series X, like we saw at the Game Awards, then it's very possible that that game would come over to the Switch. But if the Switch can't run Hellblade Two. But maybe a Switch Pro version can, if that makes sense. So all these games, even third-party people that are making games for the next-generation consoles, I think if Nintendo wants to grab some of them, they need some form of Switch Pro that can that can run the dumbed-down versions of them, if that makes sense. Right. Right. I think we see a Switch Pro this year. Uh, I think we do, but then again, I do see the pros and cons of it because uh, it's a sticky situation for Nintendo. I think what they would do, I think what they could do is they could do a, I mean, obviously it's never, it's never going to be called the switch pro. I don't think so, but whatever they come out with the switch pro, I think it will replace the current switch essentially. So they'll have the switch pro and the switch light. I think that's mm-hmm. part of what the switch light is all about. The switch light has the old, uh, speed, the old, uh, the old form factor, you know, all, although mm-hmm. it's smaller, I think they do that, and then they have a new machine. But here's the thing: is that the, the gap in performance clearly, even even because of how quickly mobile uh, technology is increasing, you know, Nintendo definitely can, you know, three or four years down the line, which uh, of produc- production, which would be, you know, would fall about this year, um, they could do a more powerful system, but. It's going to be even harder to. to it's going to be more expensive to develop for. You're going to have to try and do bigger cartridges, which get more expensive. It, it to, to me, it reminds me of the N64 issue, which was you know cartridges were expensive to to make for, and you get all these ports that are not really coming close to to the you know the the main attractions. So I don't know. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be tough. I think they do have to do something. But even if they do a, a Nintendo Switch Pro, I think it's still gonna be a big gap in in performance. Yeah. So we saw that Hellblade Two demo. I mean, yeah, it was, if that's real, if that's footage. <laughs> when I saw the Hellblade Two uh, trailer, I was like, "Yeah, it's running an engine, but they just filmed this." But like, no, that was like, that was video game graphics, which is crazy. So yeah, and Terror if you're it's, it's all those flops. There's twelve flops, supposedly. But, so many uh, flops. Um, if you remember, mid last year, kind of springish last year, um, the rumor was, and this could have been complete BS, but the rumor was that Nintendo had two new Switch models that they were going to release in 2019, and then yes. they ended up releasing one of them being the Switch Lite, and supposedly because they had to all the China situations, they had to move production. Everything got pushed back uh, quite a bit. And then rumor has it that they could only do one, and they chose to do the Switch Lite, which means the Switch Pro, or whatever their second Switch was, would be next in line to come out. So, I don't know. It also makes sense to release the Switch Pro, or if, if that's what it is exactly with one of the big titles like a metroid or something like breath that it would make breath sense. of the wild too yeah, yeah yeah something like that something that shows it off i wouldn't put it past nintendo to uh come out 
the first half of this year and announced the Switch Pro with Breath of the Wild 2 and it like come out in the summer. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, uh, here's, here's how I think they do it. Or here's a way they could do it. Uh, I think they will announce I, – I, I think we could see a launch of Breath of the Wild 2 launching with the Switch Pro. Uh, I think that the game still does come out for the Switch. It just doesn't have the um, updated graphics, although that's probably only going to be performance, You know, maybe a higher frame rate or better lighting effects or something like that. But I think what they do is it, it's – I think maybe at E3 – or I think maybe sometime before E3 we see a, a – um, a breath of the wild two trailer, like a more fledged out trailer. Mm -hmm. And it, it looks a little, there's something a little mysterious about it. That's like, Hey, that's not quite switch, you know? And at the very end, they reveal it's a switch pro or the other way around, they announce the switch pro. And at the very end, they do a little breath of the wild trailer. I think that they knowing Nintendo, I think they kind of play with us a little bit with it. And then I think we could see in the fall, they both launch together. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping, and I think that'd be smart. I think they need. I think a Switch Pro by itself this year doesn't doesn't compete with the uh, the new consoles. Uh, we already know that, but I think you know, and Breath of the Wild alone doesn't doesn't compete with them. But I think a new console and Breath of the Wild, I think that gives them a little better case to compete with PlayStation and Microsoft. I, I don't know. What do y'all think about that? Yeah. So Nintendo, this Nintendo fans such as ourselves. We usually get such, way such overhyped, as such as we. We usually get way overhyped on things that don't exist. So I'm going to do that again right now. That's what I'm Because <laughs> it is very... It's, legit. Yes. It's possible that Nintendo is being a little bit sneaky. I don't know if y'all can hear that. My cat's food just went off. But uh, it is possible that <laughs> Nintendo is being a little bit sneaky here. Um, with the Switch Pro... And it could be sooner. Maybe that's why um, Doom Eternal doesn't have a firm release date anymore. Um, because that's what I'm saying. Waiting for the Switch mm-hmm. Pro. Um, well, but I don't know. It would make sense also to release the Switch Pro with a big third-party game because you take like Breath of the Wild two. There's no need to give it away with a Switch Pro. People are going to buy it anyways. Yeah. So. And then also. Know. Game Freak, <coughs> Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, Game Freak. There you go. That, that's true one. as well. Which just it was just rumored to have leaked as well. Um, Game Freak tweeted out either the very end of last year or the beginning of this year. Uh, Game Freak uh, making the Pokemon games, obviously. Um, they tweeted out something along the lines of, "We're doing something very different in 2020 or whatever." Or or uh, maybe I can find the tweet. Maybe I'll find it next episode. Whatever. You can look it up for yourself, but it made it almost seem like they're they have a Pokemon game that's usually comes out every year. It came out just about every year on the 3DS, if not every other year. Um, so maybe they're doing something crazy with Pokemon this year. Maybe they're doing a Pokemon completely brand snap. new. <laughs> maybe they're doing. I, I want it. The Switch is made for that game. I don't understand. That's true. Right. But if they're doing this open world Pokemon game that everybody wants, maybe they've been doing it in secret for forever and the switch pro comes out that could really bring it out uh i don't know but Nintendo of the wild could, Pikachu edition. could possibly be being sneaky or it could possibly just be nintendo fans wishful thinking like it like me mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh yeah 
Although, although, like you, like you kind of mentioned earlier, Nintendo's really—they know their fans. They know, they know what we want. They're watching the YouTube videos. They're reading the speculations. They know what what makes us tick. I think they know very well how to play with our emotions. So, yeah, I'd be—I don't know. I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah, those same. little mind—I don't know—mind trickers. So, uh, so we're gonna near the end of this podcast. But we want to talk about PS5 for five minutes here. Um, yeah, so with the Series X and then maybe more series coming out, maybe a Nintendo Switch Pro, um, and then we will have the PS5 as well. Um, the only mention of PS5 officially is that Godfall trailer from from uh, the Game Awards that ended with only on PS5 or whatever it said. Everybody freaked out. Like, it's real PS5 game. So The ps Series. Which by the which by the way you said looter shooter earlier I know it was just a, a uh, you didn't mean to say that but to clarify they're calling it a looter slasher yes correct which is looter the same slasher. thing but that's right. they're they're trying to create a new genre I believe yeah basically I think. Borderlands with swords or something similar to that Borderlands with swords <laughs> swords um, it sounds really cool I, I'm all down sword for that it's, and and then it's really really smart to come out with a multiplayer get like a co-op multiplayer game like that on the launch of a console, which is going to make other, someone's going to, you know, one of your friends is going to get a PS5 and have the game and they're going to show it and be like, you have to get a PS5 and get this game now so we can play together. So, yes. uh, So that's smart. But also, like I said, that's the only mention of PlayStation 5. Um, So when PlayStation 4 was announced, if I remember correctly, it was in February or March that they did their own event and announced the PS4. And then at E3, they kind of blew the doors off with all the games and how much it costs and all that kind of stuff. So it's very possible that on top of all these games that are coming out in the spring, we also get a PS5 event, which would be pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. I hope at least. And then, what, are your, what, what are the rumors that y'all are buying into as far as games for the PS5 for release date? Um, the only one that I know of, and I don't even know if it's been rumored, but I just think that um, Horizon Zero Dawn sequel, whatever that sequel is, is more than likely. A so would that title. be like Horizon One Dawn? Are they just going <laughs> to go zero, and then one, and then two? Horizon Series X Dawn. <laughs> it's, a, it's like an in between. It says Horizon Point Five Dawn. Point Five Dawn. Oh yeah. God! But it's no. been it's been what like three, be the switch. three or four years three and a half years something since that game came out um and it was extremely it successful it's been a while Let's, let me look it up my but goodness. i just feel like this it'll be it'll be fall or winter 2020 when these consoles come out it'll be november so that seems to yeah. like uh like enough time let me see here true i'm bringing this up it no, was i'm just the, saying like time it was released yeah. February 28th of 2017. So this February will be three years. So by the time November rolls around, it'll be three and a half years. And so it's almost like a Breath of the Wild situation where they're going to use the same engine. It's the same engine that uh, Death Stranding was used on. Um, For so, real? Yes. So Gorilla let Kojima use their uh, everything for Death Stranding. So their engine. So, um, so we already know the engine's done. So they've 
basically by the time it'll be you know three years basically right now that they've been probably working on it maybe even longer if they started before the game came out so um i think that is all but a confirmed launch title and that'll probably be the main big one um i don't think i think it's too early for a god of war i think that you'll 100 percent have a last of us 2 remaster um version or or a ps5 version of it um unless everything's backwards compatible and they just do an update like if you have the last of us 2 there's an update now that makes it you know look better run better whatever hdrr double hdr 8k tv good no the rumor that i uh i think makes sense and the one that i I read the other day was a a possible gran turismo for release day because Mm. sport sport is i love gran turismo games they've always been great but i sport is just not what i want in a gran turismo game like the fun part of a gran turismo game is starting with twenty thousand dollars and no licenses and doing a career mode and working your way up and that doesn't really exist in sport and um it's just more of a enjoy racing online with people with the cars that you buy or whatever i don't know but gran turismo games have always been some of the best looking games on whatever console they put them out on. So it, it makes sense to me to put out a Gran Turismo game on a PS5 for release day that just looks incredible. That, mm-hmm. that would make sense. You got to have a car game that, that looks incredible. Mm-hmm. That should be and that's a, And as far as car games go, it's really them and Forza, and nobody else has that kind of name recognition like they do. Uh, Mario Kart. Um, okay. that's <laughs> I would not put that in the same category, but you are correct. <laughs> Uh, I'll say this. Um, I don't know. Um, PS5 is obviously going to be a winter or uh, or fall release. And as, as far as games go, um, I don't know. I'm just I'm trying to think of games that I just want. Not, not necessarily games that have been announced in any way, shape, or form, but. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's too early for uh, a God of War, I think. But maybe they'll surprise us. Who knows? I think it's interesting what you said about how. So you're saying if you already own a game, you get the new console, you can just get an update to your game to make the graphics better. I think that's a that's a. Um, have they done that before? No. Uh, is that would that be something kind of new? No, that'd be something kind of new. So. From, I, I think it would, the, the rumor I think is it would that have it's backwards to be a, compatible completely. Oh, so, like, yes. remember um, on the Wii U when you would play Wii games and it would take you to the Wii home screen and everything? Yeah. Um, from what the rumor is, I don't think it's going to be that crazy uh, where it's going to be like, okay, now this is the PlayStation 4 home screen. It's backwards compatible. Now you can just do PS4 stuff. But supposedly it has basically part of the system is made to run ps4 games and then part of the system is made to run ps5 games like it can kind of switch well, in between them like on a dime um it shouldn't really have to that, do much that'd be interesting is the same it's the same chipset so that was yeah. the biggest issue between uh, ps4 and ps3 is because is that uh, which is why there's been even articles that have come out within the last week or two i wish i could quote them for people but um that have talked about how developers are saying that making games for the ps5 is so easy 
because it's just all they're doing is continuing to do what they've been doing. There's no, they're just doing it better with more powerful stuff. You know. Now is that the same with with the Xbox or no? Is that a little different? I don't know the answer to that, but the uh, the articles that I was reading, well, whether true or false, which you know, may, I just may be talking out of my, out of my butt here, but um, they were basically saying as far as the consoles coming out, that the PS5 is the easiest one to make games for. That's kind of what they were saying. So well, okay. as long as as long as <clears throat> PlayStation didn't get complacent at some point behind the scenes, because um, mm-hmm. you remember every E3, it was like insane game game announcements for like three or four straight years mm-hmm. and then they skipped this last e3 i'm hoping that's not because you know they've gotten complacent they don't have anything to announce i think it's just all their announcements are now ps5 stuff it's the and calm before the storm exactly yeah. they've already announced like a ghost of tsushima last of us final fantasy is kind of like our last hurrah for the ps4 um, which was announced years ago so they really for two and a half years almost or by the time this E3 comes around, two and a half years of not really announcing anything that's going to blow the doors off, that's going to be brand new. I'm hoping that's not because they got lazy or complacent. I'm hoping it's mm-hmm. because their PS5 stuff that they're saving. So at E3 or whenever their event is where they announce all the games, they're going to have some crazy games that are going to be launch games or the first year of the PS5 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. we shall see. So, uh, yeah, so I think it's going to pretty much wrap it up for this week. Um, this podcast again. If you're listening to this, you probably listening to this late. Some things that we talked about may have already been announced, uh, shared, or whatever. Um, this is just the first episode back, um, or if you're a new listener, the first episode period um, of of Log On Weekly. So, thank you for listening. Um, again, on a normal, once everything's registered, every Friday. There will be a new episode of Log On Weekly, um, and you can listen to that on basically all your podcast services that you want to listen to it at. Um, if you can rate us on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or Spotify or anything, that helps us out greatly. And if there's something that you want us to talk about on the show or you have a comment about something we said, um, we are at Log On Games on Twitter and Facebook. So you can send us a message on Facebook or you can tweet us. Uh, send us a DM, however you want to do that. Um, and do it. You do it. And that's going to be it for this week. Uh, we will see you guys the next Friday, hopefully. Oh, let's break it.